Good evening, it is June 22nd, 2012, and you are listening to Friday Nights with the Gentleman with Rick. End phase. And in the Asian sensation. What's happening, guys? I believe we have a fourth amigo this week. Everyone, welcome Nemesis, or as we colloquially call him, Nem. What's going on, guys? What's up, what's up? Can I... Not much. I think we're happy to have you here. What do you guys think? Can I call you Nemesis? Nemesis. <laughs> or Nemesis. Nemesis. Technically, I think Nemesis is proper, because actually what happens is there is more than one of us, technically, I guess, in there. So yeah, Nemesis would work as well. I just... What about Nemi? You know what? I mean, I really just... Something about that sounds like it should be coming from a lady. So, what if I call you Isis? Oh, Nemi. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's got this this ring to it that's, like, not quite proper. <laughs> it's okay, then. It's I feel okay. like yeah, it is something out of, like, a Frank McCord book. Oh, on the Wee Glen, there was Nemi with Rick and Eaton and Bates. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they were out in the field herding the sheep. It was the worst of times. It was the best of times. Hi, Nemi. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Nemi. Welcome, Nemi. Yeah, or we could just go with this whole uh, James Lipton impression the entire time. Nemi, what <laughs> is your favorite four-letter word? <laughs> it would have to but be foul. The thing about the John, the Lipton is like you, I can't, you can't do the impression because every time I talk to him, I'm like looking off to the side like I'm in a coma. <laughs> I tend to have uh, this memory. photographic memory, so yeah, I, the first thing I do is I see his face and how he kind of like just crosses one leg over the other. He's got this thing that he does with his elbow where it's like sitting on the counter or the chair, but like at the same time his hand is near his mouth. So the whole time he's like thinking very provocatively, like almost daring you to answer his question. Yeah, I so. can't look at him now because I think he's aged terribly. <laughs> like I feel like he's now just like he's an like like seriously he's he's probably like he's probably in real in uh, real life Rush Limbaugh just wearing a James Lipton mask because wow. it's just like it feels like he like, his skin has just blown out over his face. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Ian, for bringing it to a weird tale. place yet again. That is the tale in life of James <laughs> Lipton. Well, it was like that that scene that of the, my favorite episode of the Cleveland Show that I watched with the the scene of Kevin Smith and Harry Knowles. They're fighting, and then they morph into like this one big monster, and they're like, "Zark Galifianakis, join us, and we shall rule the earth together." <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to talk about a bunch of amorphous blobs kind of forming into one <coughs> giant amorphous blob of pop culture, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh God, what that. Or the uh, the old. you get ginger. <laughs> get fucking that's that guy is the the epitome of a ginger. That's like whoa. That's a whole lot of ginger. <laughs> no, what's terrible is like like giant ginger, pretty much gonna live and die in a wheelchair. He's married to a reasonably cute Asian woman. Like, is that how is that is that how it works in life? What do you Stranger do with things her? Have happened. I think that's overall like universal karma. I recently but found out this... that they're trying to like. Uh, eradicate gingers like you can't even donate uh your uh i don't know how you, you know your kids as it were anymore if you're a ginger they're like no we don't want you no ginger sperm is what you're saying exactly like you know i just yeah i don't want to offend or anything but yeah pretty much exactly what it is they're like veto you're like, 
like oh fuck. no sir nothing is taboo on this podcast we will we will talk about everything but i i feel like i've seen this in more than one occasion where you take a horribly disgusting human being and for some reason there is always an asian woman out there willing to marry that disgusting human <laughs> being this is, i've seen this on more than one occasion what can i say america is a hell of a country uh, Asians put up with a lot. <coughs> Woody Allen. <laughs> yeah, we, exactly. There you go. There you Case go. in point. <laughs> point. Back. Good man. Check. Good job. Good, good form, form uh, Peter. Yeah, good form. So I, so, I, so I learned something the other day. What did you learn? Never mess with a young 20-something Tyler the Creator-looking motherfucker when he wants a copy of Pokemon Conquest. Oh, please tell us more. So, I went to GameStop to pick up my pre-order, and I was I pre-ordered Pokemon Conquest, and the fellow in front of me did not pick up Pokemon Con- did not pre-order Pokemon Conquest. And I roll up, and mind you, I have my wife next to me, and I pick up my pre-order, and the guy comes out the corner and is like, really? Really? What is this bullshit? I'm like, uh... He's like, he gets it, but I don't? Wow. And I'm like, I, I pre-ordered it. Like, I, I put down the money. I didn't expect anybody to actually want to buy this, so I figured they'd get, like, three copies in. So I pre-ordered it. And the guy just starts fucking throwing a temper tantrum in the middle of the GameStop, and I'm like, is it really this serious? <laughs> See, here's the thing. I, Rick told me, uh, we were talking about this story last night at work, and my two cents was, all right, you know, I think... Everyone is pretty much run, uh, run into that scenario where, you know, you want to go pick up a game from GameStop, you go, and they're like, oh, I'm sorry, dude, you know, we only had, you know, besides our pre-order copies, we only had, like, two extra copies, and they were already purchased, so the only thing we have left are our pre-orders, you know, so I'm, I'm sorry, but we, we're, we're out. You know, it's like, okay, that's fine, you know, that's, that's, that's understandable, but my thought was, for any other game, that freakout might have seemed justified, but in my brain I went, but it's fucking Pokemon! <laughs> You're like I feel like you should have bigger concerns as a twenty something other than Pokemon. Like really? You're going to Kirk out One and say this is some bullshit. In a world where you must order Pokemon ahead of time in order to get a copy. Seriously. No! Why? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? Just all oh, oh, it's amazing to me. You're exactly right. I I've come into that problem before but never for Pokemon, and never even, not, for me, not even a pre-order. Maybe something like a, a game that just, for instance, uh, Mark Echoes getting up, PlayStation 2, going back in time a little bit. Oh, that game, game was so fucking sweet. It was amazing. It was great, but it was hard to come by. And so, naturally, you know, I stumbled upon it way after its release, so I was only going to get a used copy. But even tracking down a used copy was just like, it's like, I don't know, I was trying to find Hoover, and she was almost impossible. Nemesis, where do you where do you live, Nemesis? I live in Soda City, Columbia, South Carolina. Okay, we we live in the DC Metro. Me and Ian, I we had more copies of that game running around here than you can imagine. Five dollar copies at Marshalls everywhere. Yeah, of course. But you also have to realize where you live at. You know what I mean? Like you have a large populace of writers that live in your city. It's a large city, so naturally your demographic is going to be you know huge for that type of game so there's going to be just a large amount of copies we're talking about fucking 
podunk below the Bible Belt, South Carolina. We're only on the map for a few reasons, you know. What I mean? And <laughs> oh, graffiti no, I, ain't one of them. <laughs> and it's funny because you know Rick totally fucks with that game. It was in, it was totally in that. You know, I haven't played anything as fun as Jet Set Radio at a, at a while. This should be interesting. Plus, it was also made by the collective who made the Buffy the Vampire Slayer game and the Indiana Jones game that I really like. So I was like, okay, I have to pick this up. Yeah, the but then again, my copy. <laughs> then again, the <laughs> other, the other. Okay, so there are two, pretty much two video games up here that you could find everywhere for like five dollars. It was working. It was getting up, and then Bad Boys, Miami Takedown. Oh God! Like getting <laughs> another, like one, one actually very decent game, and Bad Boys. <laughs> See, that game has so much meaning to me because, like I said, the cops took my copy because, you know, it's funny with my personality, the only thing I've ever been arrested for is graffiti, and I just tagged so many places that charged me as a felony. I got it I got it all expunged and stuff. This is way in the past, but... <coughs> Excuse me. But, anyways, uh, they had me in the principal's office and shit, and I was, like, talking with the detectives, like, let's go out to my car, and so... I, I made the first mistake any writer could say. I, I shit where I slept, so to speak. And so they nice. opened up the trunk, and literally, it was like, you know how, like, you know, fat people get out of their car or something, and you see, like, I'm talking to be, like, morbidly obese. They open up their car, and you just see fucking McDonald's bags just roll out. <laughs> that, that was, like, my trunk, but it was all empty spray paint cans. Wow. And, and it's like, Whoops. and they're like, what is this? I'm like, I'm, I'm working on some home improvement work. I'm just... <laughs> doing is don't don't take my copy of getting up please <laughs> you know it, it's better than one of our uh one of our uh co-workers who uh who a long time ago got shit face drunk in college park uh which is where university of maryland is got shit face drunk and decided that it would be an amazing idea to pee on a cop's leg <laughs> wow <laughs> so yeah there, there you go but uh, I had to say, now thinking about it, post. God, <laughs> flee, children, flee! Here comes the flood. <laughs> I I think that Miami Takedown. I I feel like for as terrible as the game as Miami <laughs> Takedown was, I feel like there should be some crazy futuristic thing happening now, where it's just like if you were to go back in that game and play Miami Takedown now, little do you remember that the boss was a cannibal, was a naked cannibal <laughs> on the highway in Miami. Uh, speaking of Florida, that. You know, I'm, I'm not not to get in politics, but like you know, everybody's like talking like you know. I got a bunch of people that I, that I work with that come from out of state. They worked uh, like you know Georgia. You know, I got some guy that works from Seattle. They're talking about this this you know. I forget, but I even forget the name of the case. The the Skittles dude that got shot, and he's like, and they're like, you know, it's terrible. And you know, right across from it is the whole racial issue. And then it's something that me, Ian and Rick say a lot. It's like you know, how could this happen? And I just pause. I'm like, it's Florida. <laughs> Yeah, you were telling me the other day how two of your coworkers had to jump out of a flaming ambulance going 25 miles per hour. Yes, I I have the picture I sent. The <laughs> Why? Because it's, roll, it's Florida. Shit. Yeah, it was like the, it caught fire on the middle of the interstate, and the entire back was on fire. Which you got to admit, like the like the ambulance on the back, you know, they got all their gadgets and gets most of it. Also, what they have is they have the pretty big oxygen tank. And so that's why they decided to jump out because the entire back of the ambulance was on fire. And I'm thinking to myself, oh my god, it's a good thing they got out safe, but thank god there wasn't a patient no, back I'm there. Gonna, I'm going to go by what I told you, which is face, you know, the first, you can't fucking lie, the first thought that went through your brain was, why couldn't it have been me on that? Because you would have just looked at your driver and went, Amscray! And just like, <laughs> and then just like just, abandon ship! 
Well, it's just one of those things, like, you know, especially, like, if I jumped out and take pictures of it, and I was, I'm thinking to myself, if that was me, dude, if I can't get pussy with that story, then there's no help. <laughs> there's no hope for me whatsoever. Spread your legs. I jumped out of a flaming ambulance. I was like, yeah, PKA, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, you would have been so fucked up if you jumped out of that. I can just imagine, like, I, like, you think it's a great idea, but then you end up with two broken legs and a fractured arm <coughs> in ten places. Like, <coughs> but I survived. Uh, just like, do the, do, do the uh, Robert Downey Jr. from uh, Tropic Thunder. Just survive. <laughs> So what I will say is, um, speaking back on the uh, spray paint thing, um, Ian, remember the public works building in New Carrollton? Uh-huh. So me and the person I'm not going to name, but... Yeah. <laughs> me and him decided that we were going to go down and spray paint over top of something down there, because there's always a lot of graffiti down there. First time we'd both ever done it, right? So we go down there, and we have a couple spray paint cans and everything like that, and... A cop walks from across the bridge over to where we're at, spray painting. I sit there and I look at the cop, right? And I go, ah, shit. And I look over to the left and the friend who I will not name is gone. Like, just, like, just, (laughs) just spray paint can on the ground, God. Damn that, what's his name right now? Give it up. I can't. Hey, Rick, just tell tell me something. Was it the awkward, like, like, the scene, the pianist, the awkward moment when you're trying to open up a jar of pickles in front of an SS sergeant? (laughs) Yeah, pretty much, like, (laughs) I just look, I just look at him and I get, I just look at the cop. where I parked my car. I just look at the cop and I'm just like. Try to be like Dave Chappelle is a uh, Thurgood and half bait where they get busted by the cops outside the uh, building and he just like grabs a mop. He's like, I belong here, don't mind me. <laughs> Repaving the road or something. <laughs> I just look at the cop and I just go, I did it. I <laughs> fuck it, I did it. <laughs> I don't even know what it is, but when I turn around, I'm gonna see it's gonna be beautiful and I did it. <laughs> I'm sorry, oh. fuck. <laughs> Uh, do you think I should have used more toner? (laughs) (laughs) So, what what has everyone been doing? It's been uh, been a few weeks since uh, we podcasted. Uh, Everyone's been marginally busy uh, with uh, with work and just uh, our lives, so uh, we have a lot to catch up on. Uh, Grandparents came in, and my... (sighs) I've had maybe right now maybe three, maybe four beers, and this is the sober I've been for the last three months because my grandmother has been just routinely drinking me under the table. Nice. <sighs> it's bad, and we're listening to, like, you know, we're listening to, like, you know, Hispanic, because my, my, my grandma and my grandpa, the ones that are alive, they're the, they're the ones on my Mexican side, so right. my grandpa is just a champ, so he just wakes up at, like, at nine in the morning and just, you know, has a beer. That's, that's his thing. On, he just sits on the back. Up, have a beer with me, fucker. <laughs> does he have a time? Does he have yeah. a, does he have a belt flask filled with tequila at all times? 
No, he doesn't drink liquor anymore. He <laughs> just drinks. He drinks Schlitz. That's I, his beer. I say he learned his lesson with the tequila. <laughs> My grandmother, on the other better. hand, uh, let me just say, no, no more worm tequila for me for a little bit. Nice. You know, they say once you get sick off that stuff, you can't go back to it. Is that true? I wouldn't know. Oh, no, that's no, yeah, I, no well, my, my, my grandma's no, like, you know, eat the worm, but it'll taste good, and you'll feel good. Come on, let's do it. You know, I think, that, like, that, I think that would be hilarious fucker. if your grandparents had the same, your grandparents had the same voice. That would just blow my mind. Like, like your grandfather stops, ta- st- stops talking. Stop talking. Your grandma starts talking, and it's the same voice. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? That's the best. What are you doing? Yeah. Um. No, but actually, no. To get what to get on what you said, Nam. Actually, uh, that happened to my dad back when he was in the army. He actually got alcohol poisoning and had to go to the hospital <laughs> from drinking too much tequila. Yeah. So he, he can't he can't even he can't even smell tequila anymore because it just it just you know bad juju bad yeah. bad vibes with that shit. Um, and, oh, and, oh God, we have another friend who, if he takes one shot of tequila, he gets into that motherfucking fighting mood. No way. He punches, <laughs> he, you know, yeah, seriously. Like, he, he feels has, like a ghoul farting. Yeah, <laughs> he feels like, he feels like taking on the world. You know, Russell Crowe style. Um, making movies, making songs, and fart around the world. But yeah, it just, it just happens to be tequila is his one, like, drink that just that completely blows his world up uh, not, not not to name names but d- d- i i know who you're talking about right uh, yeah okay <laughs> yes you do okay um let's see when uh i the have... mind goes and the body's like all eye of the tiger and soldiers on <laughs> <laughs> uh i have been busy because uh we just uh, renovated our lawn and now my house is all hot as balls because we no longer have any trees providing shade for our house. So now I keep on waking up in, in cold sweats like, WHAT YEAR IS IT?! You know, <laughs> it I almost feel like Ripley at the beginning of Alien 3 where I just wake up, Newt's dead, fucking, you know, every, everything is just destroyed, you know, and then there are prisoners trying to rape me. Apart from, that, oh, and I, apart from that, I just uh, been watching too many reality shows as usual. Rick, what, what you been up to? Working and watching too much stuff I'm not going to talk about because, yeah. When Rick says that, he means anime because he told me that he, he's trying, like, it's now a problem where now, like, an alcoholic is like, I have to limit myself to only watching one anime at a time. If I don't, then I just get lost in the whole mix and I start crying in a corner because I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> that, no, that, that entire statement that you said, I just imagined that said in a Jack Nicholson voice, and it just made so much more sense. <laughs> How about you now? What, what, what you been doing? Uh, I'm to chime in on what you guys are talking about. You know, I had to pause on my anime because I recently uh, rediscovered Full Metal Alchemist. Um, <clears throat> I've seen the original series before uh, numerous times, really enjoyed it, but not all the way through. So I had done that, and then I found out that they did um, Brotherhood, which I'm sure most of you know is just a rehash, but a little bit better of the original series so I'm like super stoked to catch up on it but I'm only about halfway through so I kind of had to stop with that on pause because obviously I got a DVR problem like you got an anime problem I got a DVR problem let me tell you I have just last week alone well, not last week but a few weeks back E3 week per se um, I had easy 20 hours of DVR television to watch just on E3 we won't even talking about the shows that I'm addicted to, like stupid shit, like 
deadliest catch but the true blood uh, what's another one that I like to listen it's just just crazy shows that like shows I don't even watch people get me into freaking uh so you think you can dance American Idol fucking I mean just shit you wouldn't even you know what I mean like and to be fair I was an art and drama major in high school so I, I love entertainment that's what I enjoy watching I like to see other people succeed with their talent and whatnot and plus I'm a huge huge breakdancing fan I love that shit can't get enough the of fact it. that you st- the fact that with all those other shows you added tr- so it's like oh you know Dudley's Catch you know you know America's Got Talent you know all that stuff and then True Blood Dude, I'm I, telling you, that's I, like my show. I love you, man. Say it. Yeah, I love you, man. It just started, and it was so funny because originally I wasn't gonna watch it. It was one of the worst ones that really snuck up on me. But I mean, it's like Twilight for grown folks. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's got some subject matter, as you can imagine. It's on HBO. I got you. I got you on that one. On a little anecdote for Deadliest Catch, uh, what was it? My my buddy, like that I work with, he has he has that this, the bumper sticker on the back of their car. It's like. You know, the, the the worst day, it was like, the worst day of fishing is better than the, your worst day at life. I'm like, dude, have you seen Deadliest Catch? Like, the worst day of Deadliest Catch could be you, oh, I don't I, know, the worst day. dying. Like, so, yeah, it's a pretty bad when, day. When, 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 like, a 45-foot boat just overturns and you're in, like, negative 12, 12 degrees water, that's the worst day of fishing. I would gladly take my worst day of life over you know my I'm worst saying? day of fishing. The time it takes for your feet to become so fully submerged in the water, you're dead. So yeah, that kind of sucks. <laughs> it's like, then I, I then I have to drown, and I have to watch George Clooney go down with the ship, so I'm crying at the same time. I don't know how I'll be drowning and crying at the same time, but it's either possible. or, they both taste salty. Nem, I think, I think Rick had the same problem as you, or it's just like, I, I don't know what to do. Do I watch it on Spike or do I watch it on G4? I'm so confused. Oh, it's like it was better than that than well, yeah, uh, when Ian, when you're going through your hoarders marathon. That was horrible. To find out uh, most of the days were allocated to you know one console uh, platform per show, so you know it just sucked. It sucked. Like okay, for instance. Uh, like day one, I believe Xbox had like the first three hours. Okay, They're like woo ha, get it out the way, right? Because I can't help myself. I'm a hater. I'm a PS3 fanboy. It's just the way it is. Uh, before that, Nintendo, plus the plus the, the you know, uh, so, yeah. Xbox conference is pretty awful. It's just well, I didn't even clear. watch it. But from what I understand, everybody was pissed off because it was basically like no announcements whatsoever. You know what I mean? It was just more of other people touting their ego, and that was pretty much it. Which is what they're pretty much known for. Anyways, moving on. PS3 section was like six hours long dude eight hours long some crazy shit like that so i sat back i enjoyed it i watched it and all that but fortunately you know not all of that i had to watch so with the beauty of technology i was able to fast forward through all the bs and uh still great coverage so you mean wonder book (laughs) so you mean you you fast forwarded through wonder (laughs) book well yeah pretty much you know that thing was awful I i was kind of intrigued by the whole wii u i think that's a revolutionary kind of device that really hadn't been thought of before but at the same time it's like after xbox mooches off of your creation and you know the hands-free controls as it were you know what i mean it kind of not only steals your thunder but it's like all right well what are you gonna do to top that there really isn't much left you know so i don't know i mean it, the, the wii u looks cool but the only thing that really excited me was zombie u I'm not sure if you guys saw that, but you should look into it if you have. That looks, oh, yeah, that looks pretty awesome. Yeah. But I think everyone uh, also seems to forget, like, now, nah, dude, the Aliens game is going to blow so many dicks when that thing comes out. Oh, my God. In a good dude, way. Yeah, like, it is going to be absolutely phenomenal, I think, for the Wii U, especially if, if the uh, if the uh, the HUD is on the uh, 
the touch screen so you have that nice blip map you know just a boop. dude that's just gonna freak people out man i'm gonna tell you there's only two dude. things about that genre that freaked me out in the movie and that freaks me out in the game and i love the fact that they've been able to translate the two and that's the fucking beep and the face of it <laughs> completely terrified of both I, it's just it's something no, about no, it the, the, what terrifies me the, the face hugger is good but what I hate is when when like you know the motion tracker's going off or it's even worse when it's not and you just hear the rustling inside of the ducks oh, the same oh, thing oh. that what made me freak out like when I was playing like Doom 3 on the Xbox it's just like the, the, the lighting goes like the entire lights go off then you hear just rustling really? and then the lights go on and there's nothing there I'm like god damn it god damn it, god damn it. <laughs> I was gonna say uh I don't know. I think uh, I think as a kid, I, I, I think I'm not the only dumbass out there who was just like the first time you watch Aliens, you're just like, I can totally do that knife trick that Bishop does. <laughs> right. No, I can't do this. Yeah. I can't do this. I think anybody <laughs> I've seen that film has pretty much been fascinated by by that one trick. You know, I think all of us. If you've seen that movie once, you've done that once. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. It doesn't matter if you use an unsharpened pencil. Right, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. I can't go to the left. I actually point. impaled my thumb with a fine point sharpie marker doing that. <laughs> I, I totally like, decided to shoot my mom away. She's, uh, she's talking to, uh, to my, uh, my family over in Vietnam right now because uh, they're uh, 11 hours ahead. So for them, it's the middle of the afternoon. And she just kind of like peeked her head in while she was talking. And I totally had to turn around. I, I totally just like looked at her with eyes the size of dinner plates like, shoot, go away. <laughs> so uh, I'm pretty sure at one point in the podcast, Rick, when you're editing, it's just going to sound like the inside of a Chinese takeout. There's a lot of Vietnamese gibberish in the background. Still, I love like... All right, all right. Now we moved up there as me and a band that um, uh, he was. We met Ian through he was friends with our bassist, and so we all moved up there, right? And I didn't know what to expect. I mean, I moved up there with just a couple grand in my pocket. I was actually expecting just to live in in a van down by the river because we didn't have a place to stay. But Ian hooked us up with um, uh, one of his aunt's houses, so. And it was like the best like landlords that I, I've only had one, but still I, I can't think of a, a better landlord combination because his uh, aunt speaks very very broken English, very very much like you know like you know just you know she she's tries, but it's like you can you have to like really strain to listen because she talks really fast and it's kind of broken. And then her husband is just this old just, just like you know like semi like you know he's like you know listens to all these vinyls and he likes you know he what? loves listening to music and he's a stutterer oh, so it's just old oh, white stuttering nice. man and this Vietnamese lady I love it I'll put it like okay my aunt her English is very good but she does talk very fast um so it does come off as being very frantic and she's very it, in a lot of ways can be very high strung like that my uncle yeah like he said like Faye said owns over a, like just owns thousands of vinyls um that they like he and he works at home. He, he's a patent clerk. He works at home, so he just sits at home all day with like it's almost like he has the almanac, the sports almanac from Back to the Future, except of just music over the years. So he sits at his computer recording all these vinyls to his computer and then cataloging them by year. Wow, that's nice. So and he so he no he, so he like he if you were if. If he was to go back in a DeLorean, I would just imagine there being lots of pot in his path. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, God. 
So that to or have uh, a... what's the the fabled the oh <laughs> like you like like Ian says like uh, Lon his aunt can be a little bit high strung and so she comes up and like our, our refrigerator is broken and stuff and so she's dusting it out and she's like oh like she's like oh Emma what's it called <laughs> Matt is her husband is like Matt you got to clean the fridge it's because it's gonna and he's like this big this I I see it I see her inhale it and it's like it's a dust ball. It looks like it's very, very, like, you can see through it, so it's very, very, like, you know, not lightly packed, but it's about the size of the cigarettes, and she just inhales it, and she goes, ah! <laughs> It was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Was, this you gotta, you is my family. <laughs> this is my burden that I bear. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah uh, bought a gun. That's wow. new. What kind is it? And no, this is this has nothing to do with any sort of zombie, you know. I bring Twitch. I, I, oh I, no, 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 whatsoever. The Floridian no, did not just buy a gun I, for I'm any going reason. Along with the story that Face bought a gun after he bought the eye patch from <laughs> after he bought the replica Solid Snake eye patch, because it's just like how can you own that and not like Face might as well have jo- also bought a giant cardboard box as well <laughs> to go along with the. The, uh, with the steak, uh, with the I'm sorry, with the solid steak eye patch. Well, I could wear the cardboard box that the gun came into and just put it over my head. That's a big Twinkie. <laughs> I, I, I think the terrible thing that I've been doing recently is I, uh, I don't know, I, I don't know if I'm gonna chalk this up. There are so many things you can say. Is it lonely? Is it is it is it is it bored? How many? What adjective would I use? Am I just eating because I'm bored? <laughs> is it bored loneliness or bored? Yeah, is it bored loneliness or lonely boredom? I don't I don't know. But I've 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 really gotten into uh, sending out <laughs> writing fan mail to uh, to like some of, like my favorite directors and actors from over the years, like. And Rick uh, brought this up because my is like Ian. How many fan? How many fan? How many fan mail letters have you sent out your entire life? None. How many have you sent out in the past two weeks? Ten. So you've literally jumped a thousand times. Your your, your fan mail ratio has jumped a thousand percent. I wonder what would be too awkward. Like you know, what's out of line? Like you know. Dear Megan Fox, thank you so much for bending over that motorcycle in Transformers. <laughs> and but see, that's the thing. And in like, the first I, one, I've, when you I've bent had... over across the car, like I thought I would never see anything more beautiful next to a car in my life, and I just want to thank you for that. You, you joke, but that's a legitimate question. Because <laughs> like, this is like, dude, I've I've been really getting into this. It's a science. <laughs> it's in the shit out. Where it's just like, you know, what are the best? Who are the best people to send to that you know you'll get a response back from? Because a lot of times you'll get things back like uh, like uh, auto pen or a preprint or a secretarial, etc. So it's just like I'm having to like do all this fucking research, and it's just it's absolutely mind boggling how this is like this is a, a legitimate hobby. You got to be careful you too because you don't want to be an ass and like point out shit that you probably shouldn't point it out. But the only reason you pointed it out was because you were doing your research. Like you know, <laughs> oh, you're no. Megan uh, Fox. Oh yeah. I just want to let you know that I really appreciate your performance. In the- 
into this movie that I just saw for the first time, and it was a horror film that you did, and it was amazing. And it just made me realize that I never noticed that the entire Transformer series you did take part of, they never shot your hands because your thumbs look like your big toes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. My oh. mind exploded when I saw that for the first time. I was like, what the It's like <laughs> seeing imperfection on something for the first time, and it just totally fucks you up. Like, you were good with everything. You know what I mean? You could be fat, nasty, and eating Cheerios and bread in bed, and I wouldn't care. You know what I mean? But all of a sudden, well, you have, like, this club foot for a thumb, and I'm like, holy shit, what happened? I can't even play video I, games I like with my, you. How am I, I supposed to look at my... you play video games? You're, you're, oh, you got feet for hands. <laughs> I knew nothing about this. Now this is going to. I don't understand. This is going to blow my mind next time I watch Jennifer. I'm telling body, you, dude. There's only one like, scene where they oh show my God, it. It's, it's a real. heartbreaker. It's like, oh, really? Couldn't you just have so, like a so, zit that day or something? Shit. <laughs> so, anybody see Passion Play? Cannot say that I have. <laughs> okay, no. so, so Mickey Rourke, Mickey Megan Fox, and Bill Murray. Yeah, I don't even know why I just laughed, man, but okay, yeah. Go ahead, please. <laughs> I want to know. This sounds great. So, Megan like Fox plays an, joke. An, it's awesome. plays an angel stripper. Right? Sounds appropriate. Under the control under, under the control of Bill Murray. Nice. Right? So, it, so, it's not the opposite. Bill Murray is not a, a fallen angel who's a stripper. Who's controlled by Megan Fox. It's the opposite. So Automatically, it's a love Mickey, story. <laughs> and Mickey Rourke falls in love with her. <laughs> exactly. And it's the... If it's this weird fucking art movie thing that nothing really happens for like an hour and a half, but it's the kind of shit that you watch and you go, and what is exactly is your problem with making Ghostbusters? What the fuck? Exactly. It's like an hour and a half of just depressing people being depressed, and then <coughs> Megan Fox tries to kill Mickey Rourke and Bill Murray. It's I ah ah ah. Mitch Glasner, fuck you! Oh, so it's like a half-ass Kill Bill. Gotcha. Heard. No, 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 no. That would at least half a million. Yeah, that would have been interesting. Sorry, I take that. Well, well, speaking of back on the, back on the like you know of like you know like little things that just completely destroying your view of the person. I used to go through this with my my ex girlfriend at the time. She had the biggest crush like all freaking you know when you know the. The post high school goth phase, everybody loved Peter Steele, typo negative, and especially when that big thing when he did this shot for Playgirl, she's like, mm. and so I was like, you know, you think he's hot? And she's like, yeah, I think she's hot. And I was like, all right, imagine him taking a dump. And there, I watched her smile slowly fade, and my inner sadist was just freaking just like, you know, just running around in the field going, la 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 And I was like, have a- I like that. That's nice. Way to kill the more. Yeah. yeah, just think about that next time you're touching yourself. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, just since we're kind of briefly pouring into something, I'm not gonna lie. I did watch something this morning that I was totally, totally psyched to watch. Like, all right, whatever. It finally came out. <laughs> the uh, the Octomom masturbation. What? Oh God! No way. Was it any good? <laughs> it's. It's not bad. <laughs> that sounds like the voice of a man that settled. Oh, oh no, it, no, there's definitely, uh, sweetie, you could really use some more cream on those strips. 
you know you what? Do, do you know you Cocoa know Butter does wonders? That that clock was ticking away. But let's face facts. You got to get the money while you can. Six months later, you're going to be old no, for no, that shit. Yeah, no, that's the thing. Like, a, couple, a few months ago, she she like she had been denying that she was in financial oh, trouble. On, and then finally she admitted that, no, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much like bankrupt. So, I, yeah, I'm going to do this. Three, three. Yeah. <laughs> got to figure that. Thanks. Keep on saying that you did it because of financial troubles. You did it because you're a whore. Yeah, you no, forgot you're, because you're stupid. A surprisingly small cooter. I'm just, that's all I'm going to say. Really? <laughs> hey, you know what? It ain't shit for me. Wait, to get back to my, so to get back to my no fan mail right <coughs> We saw what happened with Kobe. Oh! Vaginal tearing. Hey, man. Oh, God. <laughs> If the dick don't fit, you Whoa. must. <laughs> well, because like Octomom, I just think about it. Fucking eight babies, eight babies out of one vagina. No, I would All imagine, I'm imagining no, myself like, is the guy right, crawling yeah. out of the vagina in fucking Dude, Gozu. I'm telling you, like I, I crawling imagine, out of. The... Honestly, I'm surprised to hear him say small because personally, I would imagine at this point, now that I've seen Prometheus, it probably looks something like the monster at the end, like just fucking pulling you no, in. I, I imagine more or less like the. I can totally imagine it like the Sarlacc pit. Said, just like the anything, tentacles don't coming say out. More. Rick and I have not seen Prometheus yet. I know, may have people, may have people. It's on our list of things to do. Uh, uh, no, 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 yeah, nothing, My apologies. But you guys need to get on the ball. Yeah, come on. What, is, what were you doing? Were you like doing the Family Guy? So I was about to watch Prometheus the other day, and then there was this drill, and then I couldn't. Yeah, and then I had to phone this hot girl, you know. No, it totally not. It was totally opposite. I was writing Joe Dante a love letter. All I'm saying is, some of us have seen it twice. I won't say no names. It was almost three times, so it's that good. You guys got to get off your ass. You hear me? Dude, I and, am so far fucking behind on seeing movies. God, like, yeah, I feel you bad didn't see. I feel like I, sh- I feel like by now, I should have seen Men in Black three at least. Three well, times. I have to be fair. Like if you were actually outside looking in at like just my house, you know, the void to the theater, you would definitely have like some sort of voiceover. It was just like. Alright, we're gonna watch this guy leave his house for the first time and it's to see a movie picture. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it wasn't like I go and do this all the time. It was definitely a great feat and there were miracles and champagne fell from the sky as we avoid stopping to the theater with a huge picture box. You made me really sad now. You made me, that is exactly my life. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, like, it's just a work and maybe some video game late at night. You know what I mean? So, I totally understand where you guys are coming from. He masturbated. Behold. <laughs> and, it's not that, and it's not that we're, we're socially awkward or inept. It's just, you know, we, we spend so much time doing, like, you know, we, between work and just trying to deal with shit at home. We're just like, by the time you think, ah, should I go out? Nah, my beer's cheaper at home. I think I'll just Right. It, it reminds me almost of a buddy <laughs> well, of mine I like, used to work go- with. You know, he, it kills me. We used to work with a bunch of guys that were always like, oh, yeah, we're going to get out. We're going to go drinking. And then we're going to go head out to the local topless bar and do all that. And the guy was like, why do you want to do that? Don't you want to keep your money? And you're like, oh, man, it's okay. It's extra cash. You can spend it. He's like, shit, extra cash goes into my gas tank. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to go home, and I'm going to turn on the porno TV. And as soon as the porno comes on the TV, I'm going to start throwing my dollars at the screen. And when I'm done, I'm going to turn the TV off, pick the money back up, put it in my pocket, and go to bed happy. <laughs> I'm like, you know, that's why you guys bad philosophy. <laughs> I'm going to make the obvious comment, too. If you live in South Carolina. I've seen what strippers look like in South Carolina. Well, and let's be fair. Some of they them look seasoned. These girls seasoned. not bad. Some of them do have their head on straight, <laughs> let me tell you. But most of them, you definitely want to keep, you know, your distance. 
Oh, is it like I was at the bar the other day and my, like my, one of the gamer friends that we play with, Mono, sent me a text message or something like that. I was like, yeah, I'm just sitting at the bar and stuff. Like, well, go get you some. Like, you don't know the type of bar right. that I'm at. It looks like a Coyote Ugly 25-year reunion. And in four of those years, minimum, everybody wow. did a crowd. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'd, I'd probably stick with my hand or actually just being in this bar, I'm not even going to use my hand. I'm just not even going to use it at all. I'm just actually going to go burn my clothing, take a hot shower, and it's going to be the scene from Ace Ventura when he burns his clothes in the basket. I was going to be crying. There was a single the woman there whose tits were even, right? <laughs> what? No, they, they look like the eyes Whoa. of the chameleon. I didn't even see their nipples, but I knew that that's what not they look like. Are you looking at me or the snack machine? I can't tell. <laughs> And then you feel twice as awkward because you don't know which one to look at. Once you figure it out, you're like, wait a minute, I thought I had it. Uh... And the funny thing about bars that I go into, I have like the mentality, especially when I go in the bar by myself. I don't know any anybody. I just I just see myself go to the bar. I sit like far away from anybody and I'm just drinking my beer. And like outside, it's just I'm just a regular guy just at the bar. But inside of my mind, I'm like Jonah Hex just walks <laughs> in and is having a bar and just sneering at everybody. But I know outside, I'm just like this. I, I look kind of like sad and kind of like lost and I'm, I'm I'm sitting, I'm pouring, they give us the bottled beer at the bar they go and we pour it into a glass. And I'm just sitting here, I finish my beer and I look and I'm like so lonely. I take the bottle cap and I start playing quarters with myself and a beer that I don't have. I'm like, I'm a winner. <laughs> I knew it. I'm a piece of shit. You know what? It's, it's funny you say that because the other day uh, I, was, I was talking to Rick about this on the way to work. I was like, you know, we, we, we have a friend who, uh, who just recently got a 30 uh, day chip. And uh, I was just like, I feel like this is the story of my life. Like, I have so many friends who should get a 30-day chip, but will never get a 30-day chip. So the problem will just continue. <laughs> and it's like, man, that's a very keen observation. <laughs> Why do I have so many friends that need this? Do you think I need it? Well, well shall we talk about your grandparents again? Face, addiction is in the blood. Remember, it. it's a gene thing. Nigga, I'm wearing khakis. Yeah, son. I'm not gonna lie. I had a terrible moment the other day where I thought to myself, okay. By the other day, I mean this morning when I had to explain to a friend what <laughs> what GTL meant. I'm like, man, you gonna go get your GTL on? He's like, what? I'm like. You know, you're, you're Jim Tan Laundry? <laughs> Damn it, why do I watch... Why do I hey, watch what you? What is the point of this stupid <laughs> television, this pop culture? And that... No, no, but the worst part was when I tried to... My dad lives in Italy. He's lived in Italy for December. And I actually had to explain to him, but that's the thing. I, I you know, I, I tried stopping what tried to stop watching it. And you know, I thought I was finished after three seasons on Netflix. And I was like, okay, cool, no more. And then they just put up the fourth season. And here's the problem. Now the fourth season they go to Italy. So now I feel like in some way I can go, at least it's kinda cultured because they're in a different country. I don't know how this works. Make yeah. it stop. You're trying to validate it, so you're hooked. Sorry. So which, uh, then my dad had to go. You know what actual Italians think of them, right? Like, I, I can yeah, gather. I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's like when when I say uh, like it's it's so bad with pop culture right now because whenever somebody says Italian or it's, I speak somebody Italian, I have two images in my mind. I either have the situation or Marlon Brando as the Godfather. Those are the two completely most different personalities you can ever have in one room, and I want them in one room because that would or be amazing. Marlon Brando doing a fist bump, you know what I'm saying? Like fist pump, all African. Oh, no, dude, no, I totally have those goggles on, too, when it comes to Middle Eastern people, because, uh, uh, with, uh, with our renovation, our landscaping, uh, the, uh, the, uh, owner of the business is Israeli, and it was totally like I was watching You Don't Mess With the Zohan, (laughs) right in front of my eyes, like, 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 that movie has now ruined Israeli people for me, because now all I kind of want to go is, Hey man, is is fizzy bubble real? <laughs> like... <laughs> uh, or it was like uh, I was watching. Uh, I was I was overhearing uh, another crew that I work with. It was uh, it was uh, this guy was about maybe a uh, he was about maybe a twenty five year old black man, and this guy is fucking he's hilarious. Like it's one of those people that like, he's like a naturally naturally born comic, and uh, he was the EMT and the medic. He's he's openly gay. And so they were talking, and the 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 gay medic, he was like, he was kind of like comparing the plight of gays to uh, the plight of blacks, and like you know being like you know persecuted and stuff like that. And then he goes like, you know, well, you have one thing for you that one luxury that you have that I don't. You know, you have the luxury of being in the closet. I mean, I don't have that luxury unless I'm actually in the motherfucking closet. <laughs> <laughs> It's not like I can say, yeah, mama, papa, I have something to say. I, I'm, I'm black. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I can't be Hawaiian anymore. I hate luau's. Laid. <laughs> Anybody getting I, laid? What are you being laid for? And then laid. He, Man, do you have and, any idea how much I hate, and I mean this for the bottom of my heart, and I am so sorry. Do you have any idea how much I motherfucking hate pineapples and spam? Get that shit <laughs> <laughs> Dude, and he was just going on. It's like he was like, you know, I'm black. I'm sorry. I, I, I love, I love fried chicken, watermelon, talking in the cinema. That's my shit. <laughs> I, I, I don't like coconuts. They don't taste good. <laughs> uh, I gotta say, but there's there's one thing of pop culture that's ruined, like you know, stereotype for all races for me, and I still go with the South Park. Because, you know, God forbid, you know, uh, there was this, uh, there was this medic that worked for us for like a, uh, like a couple days and he was, he wasn't on shift, but he was, he was Jewish and his name was Kyle. I was like, oh my God, like trying to maintain that professionalism, but you know, I'm like, I'm get, <laughs> get the patient loaded up, Kyle. Come on, Cal. My name's not Q. Come on, Cal. My name's not Q. It's Kyle. Who thinks that aliens and Thanksgiving right. make a better story? <laughs> Who thinks that Kyle should get some Mido for his premenstrual scripts? Kyle. <laughs> no, well, I just oh, okay. So I've been I've been collecting signatures and whatnot and autographs and uh, etc. to add to my collection that I already have. Because I figured, you know, I, I am single. I have a little bit of money, and I have nothing better to do with my time. So why not spend it on getting things that I don't necessarily need or make a difference in my life that I can just look at? Um, so <laughs> I bought a uh, 
a Sean Connery autograph from uh, a friend of mine in the uh, in the in the autograph forms, you know. And uh, he was telling me the story about how you know I just you always hear about which celebrities are are fucking dickheads in real life just to get a, a autograph from. Like you like you hear about people that you would expect like you know Will Ferrell's a douche or or John C. Riley's a douche. It is different, you know. Some people are very particular. Um, and what you asked to have signed, etc. And he was telling me this one story about how uh, this one guy he knew uh, was trying to get an autograph from Sean Connery, and they were at a rest. He saw him in a restaurant, and uh, Sean Connery went into the bathroom to take a piss. So the guy goes in, and he's just like, oh, "Mr. Connery, you know, my wife would kill me if I saw you here and I didn't get an autograph from you." So apparently, according to him, Sean Connery turns around mid-piss pisses on the guy in his and his picture or whatever he wanted to have him sign and said you can give this to your fucking wife <laughs> nice church i thought oh my god the only way that would have made been made it better is if he went there can only be one and then just apparated into clear air you know just just poof he's gone and then that 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 was where I chimed in. Is like you know I, I I love him to death. I mean he's one of the most beloved actors. But you know how how awesome would it be if just right there since he's already taken a leak, you're like all right you know fuck this guy and you literally beat the shit out of Sean Connery <laughs> in the restroom and put that on your resume. And to which the the resume <laughs> like it's like no no like 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 you know, just reading over that and just being home about it. Okay, I could I see you uh, you type 160 words a minute. All right. Uh, you, uh, graduated, uh, top of your class, alright, yes, you, uh, you excel in, uh, program advancement, alright, you beat the shit out of Sean Connery, okay, uh, you drive stick shift, alright, <laughs> uh, wait, go over that last one. You oh yeah, I drive the stick shift. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, okay, just making sure, good, because we have a, we, we, that'll come into handy. Alright, uh, like, you beat the shit out of Sean Connery. Uh, yeah, oh by God. the way, uh, I did uh, graduate EMT school. I enjoy long rides at the, at the beach. Uh, Sean Connery goes down like a bitch. Uh, my favorite <laughs> beer is actually, I go, I'm, I'm in between Dos Equis and Amberbach, but uh, yeah, it was just ama- amazing because, you know, Sean Connery really doesn't put much of a fight at all. He went down like, like you a imagine if that was on your list of things to, like, like that was on your on your resume for things like, like, you know, I already beat up Sean Connery. <laughs> Um, I'm, uh, next week I'm scheduled for a 10 a.m. with Mickey Rourke. I'm gonna take that motherfucker down. Um, I'm hoping. Fuck, good luck. I'm hoping I can catch Angela Lansbury sometime on Broadway, because I'd really just like to take one sock at her. So I, I, did, I did have a question um, since uh, we're uh, we're almost at the time to wrap up. Uh, <coughs> I actually uh, do this at Rick uh, when I first started my collecting and whatnot. And which I first of all, let me say that I think that the collecting has has a terrible has a terrible reputation. The the word collecting now has a has a terrible reputation to go along with it because I the minute I mentioned to my dad, yeah, I started you know, I, I started you know kind of collecting autographs and whatnot and. To which my dad gave me that you're fucking hoarding them, aren't you? Kind of <laughs> I'm like, no, goddamn it, hoarders. 
Um, so I feel like uh... that. I, I I seriously thought for a little bit. Sorry to interject. I seriously thought that 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 hoarder's marathon was going to be the end of you. <laughs> I, I did too. I I, I did. It was, it was like I was strapping on a Walmart vest and feeling my soul sucked out of me. <laughs> um, Welcome to Walmart. I'm fucked. <laughs> but uh, all right. So here's a question I posed to, to the three of you. Because right. I asked a couple girls, I asked three girls this, and they all gave me dumb girl answers. So I'm assuming that you guys will understand. All right, so my question was, you know, because I am uh, spending money on autographs and, you know, postage, and I'm also buying movie props and whatnot, you know, because, you know, I figure I might as well do it now while I'm young and I have the resources, et cetera, and the time before shit gets real. And I find myself turning 35 and single. Um... What is something very you that you would spend money on that you don't necessarily need, but is just something that that you know that you want? You know, that's something that's very you. Because like for me, yeah, I, like I said, you know, buying movie props or these autographs is something that's very me. That I figure, why not? You know, there's no well, you know, I have no reason why I shouldn't buy them versus why I should should buy them. Well, I already bought a gun. As the room gets quiet. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way. I just like shooting. I'm like, that sounded I, I, so sad. That didn't sound so sad. It didn't mean it, anyways. I like, I, I go to the range, and for for our listeners, I go to the range, and I get the gun, and every before every round I shoot, I say an action one line. I'm like, boom, your luggage, boom, yippee kaye, motherfucker, boom, fill your hand, you son of a bitch, boom, smile, you son of a bitch, boom, yeah, well, fuck you too, boom. <laughs> Over and over. The Ice but... Age. Boom. <laughs> the Ice Age. <laughs> I don't know if that made that better or worse. You ever get into it and go like, uh, but, like uh, you know, I... What is major malfunction, Private Powell? Why do you have a live firearm in my latrine? Like, you know, just go off the wall overboard. Uh, I, I do that. I do that. But the, the good thing about the gun range is they do have ear nice. protection. And the the bad the bad one is like when I when I get this action one liner and I was acting like you know I brought my sisters to the gun range today and that was the first time she shoots so I was acting kind of all badass and stuff and I was I was saying like what was I saying uh, what one liner was I saying I think I was saying the yippee kaye motherfucker I was saying I was about to, I was right at the end of the yippee kaye before motherfucker. Somebody was shooting like an AK-47, <laughs> like right nice. down the range. So like I like I like jer- I was holding the gun and I was like I was like yippee Kai and the boom. I was like. Oh. Wow. <laughs> 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 yeah. But uh, as far as movie collecting, are you just talking about like you know props that you would buy? Wait, well, I'm saying just like if it, no, like what is something that's very you? Like what's something that's very you? Very face or very nam or very like, that that you know. That you would that you would buy. That's you know, that if you if you have the money, you know, what is something that you don't own that you would love to own, you know, and just you know, if you if you had the resources. Hmm. Uh, shit. I would buy. This is actually very very me. I would buy the plaque from Jaws of the orca, so it just says orca. <laughs> That is as pretty much as, as me as you can get. All right. That, All right that's, that, I like that. That's a good one. Uh, now what, what you thinking? Actually, it's, uh, it's two movie-related things, both alien-related uh, as far as aliens overall. Um, but, yeah, anything 
that HR Giger touched that had to deal with the Alien series or anything that Frank Oz touched that had to do with Yoda in Star Wars. Well, I think the the conversation, the way this is going, is like you we're talking about like specific movie props that you could think in your mind that you saw in the film or something like that it's that you even, would it's want. It's not even movie props, but just what's, and it could be anything. It doesn't have to be. Movie, it could be replicas. I, I, you know, it could be comics. It could be music. Anything, anything having to do with anything that you feel like you would love to own. You know, if you had the if you had the money, I think like, Ian, you would just buy. I think Ian totally would feel me on this, but um, I would love to purchase an ABC Warrior from Judge Dredd, the movie. Oh, and set it up yes. at a bar, so like it's sitting there constantly drinking. <laughs> nice, I like it. I know. I just imagine you fucking putting it in your bathtub. So <laughs> if Katie wakes up in the middle of the night to take a piss, she just opens up the uh, the shower curtain, and it's just the ABC <laughs> robot just staring at her, taking a leak. Like no, no, no. It wouldn't be the shower. It wouldn't be that she wouldn't have to move. She. Rick would kind of like you know put some tape around his hand so every like 15 minutes it opens up the shower curtain just stares for five minutes and then closes it again <laughs> so she doesn't even know it's there but she just hears it <laughs> or like speaking of like big movie props if I had the money without a doubt even if it's, it would be a, it, of course it would be a miniature because if they actually able like you know they actually built a life-size like you know model if they bought a life-size model of the Ed 209, dude, I would put it in my motherfucking house. <laughs> well, I can tell you, I mean, I can tell you right now, uh, now, Nem, because uh, I've been, uh, it's a terrible thing, and Face even texted me the other day, it was like, what have you done to me? Where I've been on the prop store of London quite a bit recently, and I actually, I, uh, I bought something the other, I bought an original storyboard from Empire Strikes Back. It's from the personal collection of Brian Johnson. Black eyes, <laughs> black eyes. <laughs> the uh, the 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 special effects supervisor for Empire. It's from his personal collection, and it's signed by him. Um, and it's it's a really cool. Like I said, it's an original storyboard from the movie. And you know, it wasn't that much, and I think it's fucking sweet as hell. It's framed and everything. But actually, you know, it's funny. I've been looking at a lot of alien stuff, and I actually um, once I bought once I finish off paying for this storyboard I was actually thinking about buying a, a storyboard or two from Aliens because they actually have quite a few things from all the, from every single Aliens movie so that's the AVPs and then Alien through Resurrection and they actually have a couple of H.R. Geiger uh, signed uh, I, I, I probably would shit a golden egg I, I'll be honest with you he by far um, is my favorite artist of all time uh, my mother <clears throat> had a heavy influence as far as my visual arts and what I appreciated it. So I got started early on things like Boris and whatnot. I don't know if you guys are familiar or not, but these are just great artists. A lot of uh, Conan-esque art, if you will. Just really big, epic, yeah. Just Frank really Frazetta. Big, epic, barbarian, saving, you know, the, the, the woman and everything, battling big, huge creatures. The yeah, execution. I mean, it's really, exactly. <laughs> heavy it's metal. Really awesome, epic artwork. <laughs> and then, Call uh, it! Something about, something about heavy those films, metal. And, you know, when I saw them, and then I actually own uh, the ne Necronomicon 2. I've had the Necronomicon 1 on order through three different bookstores three different times. And two times they lost the copy, and uh, one time I just couldn't get to it before they had to resell it to somebody else. So it's, it's a very hard book to find. But at any rate, the Necronomicon 2 basically has a whole small little chapter where they talk about uh, 
H.R. Giger winning the Oscar for the creation of the alien in 79. And so for me, I've always kind of felt like that was like, you know, a, a birthday gift to me. It's like, okay, we have this movie that was made for you, you know? And so like, I've just completely fallen in love with the series. The artwork to me is just amazing. I love the lines in it. It's just really seamless. So yeah, to be able to own something original from the film like that would just be epic. I mean, anything directly related to Giger is... Yeah, I'll have to link you to it because... Yeah, yeah, link, I think you, I, link them. I, I think, think I'll have to link he, to it I think... Yeah, I think you would absolutely shoot your pants. And the great thing about the prop store is that they... uh they have uh, payment plans and whatnot, so like even if you can't buy it right off the bat, you know, uh, you know, you can put down down here and just, yeah, dude. I tell you, it's the worst thing ever because it's like no credit check e- either. So that's like, <laughs> oh no! It's like it's like yeah, it's like it's like there's no and there's no uh, there's no uh, there's, like you don't there's no uh, you don't have to pay any extra money for. Uh, but one thing that I was looking at that I think that uh, everybody here can kind of see that that I would buy you know it's like that's why I said it's horrible since I'm trying to save my money to like you know move up and then Ian showed me this fucking store they have uh, a final draft of the original script for the movie Amadeus I was like oh man that movie especially to me as a musician God, Mozart. It's it, it's sad. Like me and Ian go back and forth, and like how like you know classical music really shaped oh, yeah. everything, and that nobody at this day and age really gives it the state of mind that I do. I mean, the other day I went to the I went to the bar. I had maybe like maybe three or four beers. I go into this uh, going to my buddy's house, and I, I was uh, bringing one of his friends over, which you know I didn't really care for. This guy was just stupid. I was I was blasting some Beethoven. And he was like, "What is this shit? This shit is stupid." I'm like, I was at, I was at that point that I was just like glaring at him, that I was like, literally, I was like, "John, don't." <laughs> and so, I, in my mind, I just envisioned just like you know, no listening. I was, no, I was, I was, no, not that. I was envisioning that scene from fucking Sin City where he's driving down the car and he's having that guy's face down to the asphalt. I don't know about you, but I'm having the <laughs> yeah, ball. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I think the end, to end the podcast. I think uh, I, I think Rick probably has the uh, the most hidden thing of all. That, that it will be coming soon when Rick and I go to Otacon next month. Uh, is the thing his holy grail for the longest time is you know his his wife Katie has a beautiful curio cabinet, which Rick and I still think is the most pointless thing ever because it's literally just a big ass expensive case to put all your shit in to showcase. So it's not even like you're using all this stuff like. You're putting this fancy shit in it to look fancy. And the thing Rick has been trying ages to let Katie put in there is a anime bus or a Marquette. So Rick keeps on trying to get Katie to allow him to put in these big kitty <laughs> inside It's not porno, cabinet. it's art. With, with, ex- with expensive china and glassware, etc. And mind you, that shit ain't cheap. Like, they're like three or four hundred dollars a piece. Like, what, the boobs or just the actual butts itself? <laughs> yeah, for the implants on the, on the, on the, on the, on the, on the uh, my cat, you know. If you want a D-cup, it's like an extra wow. 150. Like, you gotta, you gotta think about these things. Like, it's kind of like trying to get in the case of the whole little wind's world. I don't even own a gun <laughs> to necessitate an entire rack. What am I going to do with a gun rack? No, because it was hilarious because we were looking at one and I, like we were looking through pictures of it and it had nipples. Like, you could take the top off and it had nipples. 
and she looked at it, she's like, why does it have nipples? And I was like, I'm more concerned about the fact that how well the nipples are articulated on it. Like some, you can see, you can see the little bumps on the area. <laughs> like some, some little Japanese man just sat there for hours, just making sure that every little part of that nipple was perfect. <laughs> I must get the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should. So I just, this is racial stereotype. Perky <laughs> <laughs> nipple is. So Alright, I think we should end the, the podcast on that. <laughs> Alright, everybody, have a good night. <laughs> right, great talking to you guys. Everyone, have a great weekend. Alright, thank you for coming. Alright, guys. Black guy! Black guys! Are you ready for the rough nick base 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 for the rough